What is up, everybody? It has been a minute since the last time we talked with you guys. We've been dealing with kiddos. You know how it is. Just all the things, life. right? Just life in general. Weather. Yes, oh my gosh. Mass. <laughs> all of it. Whatever. But we're glad to be back with you guys. Last time we talked, we talked about the power of a unified marriage. Your spouse is not your enemy, okay? You're on the same team, yeah. right? So there's power in being unified in your marriage. And this week, we're going to talk to you guys about the grass being greener where you water it. We're going to talk about comparisons. Is it healthy to compare your marriage to your friends or your family or to somebody else's? Is, is it healthy to do that? Because so often we get caught in that comparison game. So we're going to talk about those things and you know, how do you make the grass greener where you water? I was just telling Lauren before, it's like, man, our grass has been disgusting it has been yeah. like hey <laughs> the past the few weeks. Yeah, the yard. There's been no rain. Yeah, the but yard now grass. but now the rain finally came and now it's greener. And we're gonna talk about the things you can do to bring rain and to bring nutrients to your marriage, to bring nutrients to your uh yard, the yard of your marriage. So <laughs> yeah, go ahead, sweetheart. Okay. So um, we mentioned that we would talk about um, three key areas that we feel impact relationships the most. And the first was, what, friends and family. The second was social media. Um, actually, it was friends, family, and social media. So those were the three things. But when we talk about it, we'll kind of group together the friends and family because they seem to go hand in hand a lot of the time anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess we'll just start with friends and family and um I think one of the big things I that we had talked about was when you are newly married a lot of times or in a new relationship, it's usually natural to gravitate, like to try to mimic relationships that you feel look positive. So if I think my parents displayed a great marriage and I think that's ideal and I would like that, that's usually what I would try to do in my marriage, and then Scott would do the same. So um, whether that's, you know, if you're raised by grandparents or aunts and uncles or your biologicals or blended family, whatever, um, I think it's just normally natural when you're new to something, especially marriage, you kind of are clueless and you're just kind of scrambling to find something that you can identify and feel comfortable with. So we just gravitate towards what we think looked good or what we saw um, that looked good and felt good to us. And um, I think one of the big ones is parents. Um, whether, I, like I said, I guess if you're raised by your parents or not, I was kind of mixed between my parents and my grandparents and Scott, um, just his parents. So um, the big thing here though is that those expectations are not, are not for you. Like you are not to be the exact replica of what your parents' marriage looked like. And I think we mm -hmm. talked about that um, and one of the fewer or the one of the first episodes where you talked about like your expectation of me being like your mom and mm -hmm, your mm -hmm. the way your mom was in your your parents' marriage and mm -hmm. how you realized that wasn't really going to happen um, and it probably still doesn't happen eight years later. Well, eight years. But um, we're we're doing it. So anyway, so um, outside of that, I think that I don't know. I guess mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess I, that's the big one for me is just understanding that even though you have all these great marriages outside of you and that it is good to have like mentors, um, it's good to have mentor relationships, but just to realize that 
Um, the only the, their standards are not your standards, and you your marriage is individual and unique in its own self. Um, and so don't always feel pressure to be just like others, and don't give them that pressure either mm-hmm. of having that much control over your own relationship. Mm-hmm. We love to look at like our sister's marriage or our brother's marriage and say, man. I haven't caught up to them yet. And and you have this kind of internal competition in your mind. And, you know, like, man, you know, my my buddies from college, they're all getting married. My girlfriends from college, they're all getting married. And I'm not there yet. It's like, whoa, you you don't need to compare your life to theirs. You don't, you're not on their track. They're not on your track. You know, stay in your lane, you know, right? It's, it's never apples to apples when you compare. Yeah. It's apples to oranges. It's not the same. Right. So you can never do that. You can never do that and get a get a proper assessment. So it's 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 never good just to look at your friends or your family or your sisters or your brother's marriages and relationship and say, man, why am I not there yet? Well, there could be other underlying reasons, but trying to compare yours to theirs just isn't healthy. So Yeah. And I think, too, like. They're where they are based on all their experiences they've had. And they've had very unique experiences, like mm-hmm. distinct to their families, to their own personalities, their own environments. Mm-hmm. And there's no possible way that, I mean, I would probably say there's no possible way that any marriage journey would ever be identical anywhere in the world. You might not want their experiences. Yeah. 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 You might not. You might be surprised some of the things they had to go through. Um, but... In the world we live in where we kind of want like instant gratification and we want things right away, it's mm-hmm. very easy to look at people who have been married for 15, 20, 50 years and desire that but not realize all the experience and the ins and outs and ups and downs and who knows all the things they had to go through to create the marriage that they have. And mm-hmm. I think at that point just realizing that that's something that is a journey that you're on. Mm-hmm. And it's a journey with your spouse or your partner or whatever you're doing. And it's just whatever, it's whatever you make it. And it's just specifically designed for you. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to break that down in my mind to say, man, my marriage should look like my parents. You know, it took me a while to say, hold on, that's not fair to you. You know, that's not fair to my wife. To make her try to catch up to my mom who had been married to my dad for 40 plus years. She's not her and I don't want her to be her. And that was completely unfair for me. And it took me a, a lot of wrestling in my mind to, to release you of that. In my own mind. To say that's not fair to you. That, that unhealthy comparison. So yes, man, my parents' relationship, I love it. That's great. But their relationship is not my goal. Our relationship is the goal. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I for sure thought you were going to just be like, I don't know, Hugh Hefner and take care of me all I, while I walk <laughs> around in bathing suits <laughs> or something in a mansion. Okay. Like, that was my expectation. <laughs> That's a good segue <laughs> to social media. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is yeah. a good segue. <laughs> social media is another thing that we love to use as a comparison Destroy tool. Destroy right? your relationships. Social, social media is, is like your resume, right? Yeah. You always put the good things on your resume. You never put the realistic negatives, right? That's the reason why, you know, it takes you 18 shots to put up one picture of your family. when an, And you got this nice, beautiful picture of you and your spouse, your girlfriend, and your boyfriend. Knowing good and well, about 20 minutes before that, you guys were at each other's throats. <laughs> Before you took that picture. 
Yeah. But social media is is just a highlight tape, like you put down. It's just a, is it, we love to put our best foot forward on social media, right? That's great. And you look at it and you scroll, and you're like, dang, why can't my marriage look like theirs? They look yeah. so happy. Yeah, they yeah. they're happy for that millisecond that that <laughs> that the flash. <laughs> you don't know what happened leading up to that. But I mean, a social media paints a picture that oftentimes is we know really isn't very realistic. I mean, we all have been there. There are a lot of great people out there who put a lot of great things out on social media. It's not not uh, downplaying that. But to look at what's on social media, the superficialness of that, and to say, why can't we get there? Uh, this isn't healthy for you. Yeah, and I think, I don't know. It's just, and it's so, like, accessible. It's, like, in an mm-hmm. instant, I can pick up my phone and just start like scrolling on like Instagram or Facebook and all you see is great things and that could like I feel like that would send me I mean it's very easy to just feel like super negative about your own situation especially when you're having a bad time in your relationship to get like on social media or if you're having like a rough time I don't know maybe like a disagreement or an argument or whatever's going on in your relationship to then hop on like social media or um, sometimes even talking to like family and friends um, can really just like put you in a nasty place of comparison and kind of lead you to do things maybe you normally wouldn't do or look at things you normally wouldn't look at, say things you normally wouldn't say if you were happy, you know, happy. Um, so I guess with that, like you said, it's, social media is just kind of like a highlight film. You mm-hmm. know, you... I mean, why would you put something nasty on it? You know what I mean? You don't want people to know your secrets. Yeah. Or that you have, like, something funky going on in your marriage or your husband's a weirdo or an alcoholic or you slip out at night or whatever the situation is. People don't share those things. And so it almost makes it seem like it's not common when it is very, very common. And especially with, I mean... I don't have to tell you that celebrities do what they want to do. All you have to do is look at your Google news feed. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Social media is just governed by the world. Mm -hmm. And that's just something you have to kind of tell yourself every day. Like, everything looks good. Everything sounds good. But everything is not good. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you have such a huge, like, a huge platform of, like, worldly things and you have a spirit-led marriage, those don't exactly go hand-in-hand. So you have to kind of pick through things of what you're going to take in and accept as for you or for your marriage and then things that are totally out of line with what God says you deserve and that your marriage deserves um, Mm -hmm. in order to have a healthy marriage. Yeah, I think you said something that's real key is comparison really starts to make your grass look gray (laughs) or look (laughs) hay-like. When you are upset and when you're in a bad space in your marriage and you are scrolling and you looking like, man, see, I should be there in my marriage, man. We should have went on that trip. You know, we couldn't get the money to go on that trip. And here this man is and ain't never at home. And here this woman is, can never keep the house clean when I want. And you start comparing and you don't know that when you're in that mind space, it's so easy for social media to just take all the water out of your marriage and just, and you start looking at other people when you're in that bad Mm -hmm. space. And that's so unhealthy to start comparing your marriage to somebody else when you are in trouble and you're going through hard times in your marriage. That's the last thing you want to do is compare yourself to somebody else when you're going through hard times in your marriage. What you need to do is go seek help 
and not compare. Especially on social media. Especially when everybody's giving you their resume of all the good things they've accomplished as a family. And you don't see the resume of all the bad things that go on behind closed doors. So it's never healthy to use any type of platform like social media, Instagram, whatever. Because it's the filtered life that isn't quite true. Yeah. And I think, too, like, when, when, if you are going through a rough time in your relationship or your marriage, like, during those times is when you start to make, like, exceptions for yourself that you normally wouldn't make. Um, maybe that website is fine now, you know, because my wife isn't or my husband isn't doing something. So, I'm, mm-hmm. that website's obviously fine. This is a natural thing. I have to be pleased. So, obviously this is fine in the interim Mm -hmm. or you know maybe well my husband just wants to work so I guess I'm going out with all my friends and I'm not coming home tonight Mm -hmm. you know so you just start to make little exceptions based on a negative situation at home instead of working on it Mm -hmm. um justify your reasoning yeah Yeah. and then it becomes okay which is really just the devil being like hey it's totally fine Mm -hmm. like it's totally fine for you to do that because hello they're not living up to what they committed to when you got married so you can do these things and look at everyone else you know it just mm-hmm. i don't know it just amplifies all the great things that everyone's doing and everything you're missing out on you mm-hmm. know or it seems like you're missing out on mm-hmm. um when you're in a bad space and you jump to social media for counsel and you and you start and you start having this little phrase in your mind i would be happier if yeah I would be happier if she would do this. I would be happier if they were like this person. I would be happier if. And you got to cross that out and say, you know. Why we, am I unhappy? Mm-hmm. Start somewhere else. Yeah. Start inner. You know, start with you two. How, how can I make this better? What can I do to make this better? What, what can I do to not compare my wife or my husband to the next man, to the neighbors, to my friends or my family or what I saw scrolling through social media? It's not... How would I be happier if it's what can I do to water my own marriage and make it fruitful? Yeah. And in the last episode, when we talked about um, a united marriage, we talked about how when you happiness is just a byproduct of doing what it is God asked you to do in your marriage. So the purpose, the calling, whatever it is, the gifting, I don't know, it's different for everyone. When you're walking that out together and you're always growing together and we all want to grow like we all want to have greener grass that's not the problem the problem is when you're looking at other people's grass and not worrying about your own grass you know mm-hmm. and that's obviously a metaphor i hope you guys are catching on yeah, um, yeah. what if it's <laughs> turf not yeah. t- I'm okay. sorry. or rocks people yeah. have rocks for their front yard anyway yeah. weeds i don't know anyway um now i lost my train of thought of what well, i was actually saying well that's fine because you go to distractions yeah because i'm distracted <laughs> But I mean, I, I even think now the other, the third thing we talked about that can really mess up is our what she just said—the distractions, those things that you know. Comparison is a distraction. It's a distraction yeah. from the good that is happening in your household. Oh, that's what I was saying. Go ahead. Yes, right. that's what I was saying. That's why we're married. Oh boy. <laughs> um, anyway, so what I was saying was when you're nor- when you're just naturally doing what God has for your marriage, then you're happy anyway. So I think if you're finding unhappiness somewhere, then maybe something's off. You know what I mean? Maybe someone is working extra nights a week and there's just like a lack of time spent together. Maybe uh, there was a breakdown in communication somewhere. There's th- These things can be mended. They can be fixed either on your own or with help. But 
the happiness thing, it's, I don't know. It's just so hard to talk to people about what happiness really is or what it really comes from. I feel like a lot of the time it's not the trip. It's not the 401k. It's not the kids. You know, it's just being involved in your marriage together and mm -hmm. experiencing like fulfillment and that brings out happiness. It's the journey, right? Yeah. It's the journey. It's the journey of experiencing life with the person that you love to the world and back. Yes. And the the ups and downs, the hills and valleys of marriage all make that journey an amazing trip of happiness, you know, till death do you part. Yeah. Right? So and just going back to being distracted, you know, as as a man. So let's let's talk about the things men do to compare their marriages uh, or even their wives, yeah. you know, automatically men, you know, we're, we're flesh driven, right? We love looking at, you know, this pretty young thing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. And this is your wife. <laughs> but then you think, oh, well, you start scrolling through social media or you're at the beach and you see somebody real quick. Like, oh, wait, hold on. I can't be doing that. That's, this is my wife. I'm not going to compare my wife to this other woman, Right. I'm not going to compare her body to somebody else's. I'm not going to compare who she is to somebody else, right? Because it's so easy for a man, because men and women too, you're flesh, you're flesh driven. And you got to kill those thoughts instantly. You're like, hold on, this is mine. God gave me a beautiful wife. You know, she's mine. I'm not going to compare her to anybody else on social media. I'm not going to compare anybody, compare her to anybody else on the beach. She's mine. Plus, man, you done gave this woman all of the kids, all this stress. Man, you better love her. All the money. Oh, that too. The retirement. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> man, you better love her. The 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 wrinkles, the dimples, all of it. She's she's yours in all her glory. Wait, she is yours. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not not you. I'm oh, just... okay. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> men, we like we like to compare. We like to compare. That's why a lot of times you see older men. You know when. Their wife gets older or, you know, their wife passes away. They go grab somebody younger or they go grab, you know, because men, we love their flesh. But she's yours. Mm -hmm. She doesn't need to be put up against any other woman. When you put that ring on her finger, you were saying everybody else has got to take a back seat. She has the front seat. There is no back seat. <laughs> there, there is no backseat. This is a cool no, deal. Is, there is no backseat. Yeah. I, I was trying to think of a car that only had two seats. Yeah, this is this is a two seater, baby. It's me and her. Nobody else can get in here. Yeah, this is a tandem bike. It's even wet. It's just, it's just going down. <laughs> anyway, we're distracted. It, it's very distracted. Anyway, men, don't let the appearance of other women distract you from the beautiful woman that God has given you. To be by your side, to yeah. help you accomplish things in life, to be there with you through the ups and the downs, to raise your family, to be there together. She's yours. So death do you part, richer or for poorer, in sickness and in health. She's yours. No need to compare. <laughs> yep. And ladies, I know that uh, more fit model looks nice in them. Um trunk things on the beach or at the gym or I think the gym is probably the worst place if I had to guess for women like you have so many guys in there who are first of all half naked and I'm not saying I mean women do it too I'm not saying don't go to the gym all I'm saying is the bible says that you're not supposed to look at other people like lustfully Ooh, that, that's a good one I, why not think, you're right. I should be the pastor you're right mm -hmm. that's true um you just it's just 
I mean, we all know what it feels like. We, I feel like this is not something we have to explain, but mm-hmm. we all know what it feels like when you, maybe you're sitting with your spouse at a restaurant and a man or woman walks by and your spouse like watches them go by. Like, what are you? Ooh, don't do what that. are you doing? You know what don't I mean? Like, what are you looking at? Was she cute? See, what? Why do you want to? I do it. You, to, you know, and so you, we all <laughs> know is... what that feels like. It's just like you instantly like. Mm-hmm. Feel like you're in competition feel with the rest of the world or other mm-hmm. women, and then you start, and then you want to get into it. Women, we you know we start going in our heads. Well, what's he doing at work then? Mm-hmm. Well, what's he looking at when I'm not there? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? That's why he goes to the gym at night. Mm-hmm. Yep, staying at work late. You know what? Wait, till, and we just go. You know, we're really good at just going on and on and on, and then thinking about all these other scenarios and creating these different situations that may or may not happen. And it, it just, I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, you, we really don't have to explain too much about what <laughs> it feels like when you're in a relationship and your spouse or person is obviously distracted by someone else mm-hmm. around you. Like, mm-hmm. And then you start to think, you know, why can't my wife do more like his wife? Yeah. Or why can't my wife treat me the way she treats, you know, him? Or why, why can't, you know, as a man, you know, you start thinking, man, if, if why can't she do for me what my neighbor or my friend's wife is doing for him. And, and I think a lot of times it always, it, men, it should start with us. I mean, we, we're supposed to be the spiritual leaders of our home. It should definitely start with us, you know. So that can, that unfair comparison, you know, for your wife against somebody else's or against some other woman is so unrealistic. So yeah. unrealistic. And distractions are like, it, it's so wide. Like the hole is deep and wide with how people can be distracted. I mean, it can be, the way the house looks like, the way that someone's cars that we like, the vacation someone goes on, um, I don't know, someone's body, where they work, what their profession is, how rich are we, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like the list just goes on and on and on, and it's so easy to be distracted. And let me tell you something about distractions. Distractions are not from God. Like, this, that is not something meant for you. Um, that is certainly something that is evil and is just a tactic of the devil to keep you from good things. Your marriage is a good thing. It's obviously God-designed with a very unique purpose, and every marriage is completely different with a different, should have a different vision, different goals, different mission, and the devil would love nothing more than to kick you off track from what God has planned for you. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing that I like keep in my mind. I'm like, when I start to like start looking at like, like, sometimes I, I love to look at houses. Like, I get online. I look at houses. I look in people's houses. It's weird. <laughs> Don't post I know what some of your houses look, look like on the oh, inside. You can look at anybody's house. Satellite view these days. It's great. Anyway, some and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, I, would, I want that house. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you can just get carried away from there. But um, it's certainly a distraction from the devil meant to keep you from the good work that you're doing with your marriage mm-hmm. and I cannot express that enough and then what happens you know what happens when you start to compare a lot is you eventually become unhappy or dissatisfied or not very content with what you have and that's what you call ungrateful mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lack of you know not showing gratitude and that is something God has to say something about that and you're exactly right I mean those those that the distractions and the comparison 
come from that dis a lot of times from discontentment. Yeah. Again, that discontentment is a breeding ground yeah. for comparison. Mm-hmm. Discont- and discontentment can happen to newlyweds. Discontentment can happen to people who are simply dating. Discontentment can happen when you're single. It can happen when you've been married for 40 or 50 years. Comparison and creeps in when we feel we are discontented. Yeah. I read a, um, I think there's like a meme or something. It's not about relationships, but it's about like goals. It's like if you want to kill your dream, compare it to someone else's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's just. Same way with your marriage. You want to kill your marriage? Compare, compare it to someone else's. else's. There's. It'll happen. Yeah, it just every journey is too unique to try to mimic someone else's. So, mm-hmm. what do we do about it? How do we combat comparing our spouses, our marriages, our relationships, our things um, to other people, so that we can continue to lead healthy, productive, spirit-led relationships? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like we said before: the only standard you need to meet are the ones God has set for marriage, yes. not for somebody else, or the world, or the world. You know, my my goal is not to be my parents' marriage. My goal is not to be our friends' marriage or what's on social media. My goal is to be what God designed me and my wife to be for each other. Uh, th- that's the goal I'm looking towards. Um, it's, so sometimes you just need to turn the phone off. Sometimes you need to <laughs> focus in on what has God given us? You know, What has he given this household? What has he given this marriage to, to thrive, to love mm-hmm. each other? And other people are not your goal. They are a, a good mentor. They're good... Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, they're good fuel. <laughs> they're good things to, to get uh, words from of encouragement and different things like that. But it is not the goal. The goal is what God has given you in your marriage. Yeah. Yep. And I think we mentioned before, like, we don't know all the details behind people's relationships. So you can hop on social media and you might want to be like, I can't even think of a celebrity. I was going to say Will Smith and Jada, but that's out the window. Oh, <laughs> and then I was going to oh. Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. I think they're still Who married. Oh, is that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not a country buff. I'm sorry. I don't. I, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not huge on country. Wow. See, wow. I, this is uh, yeah. This that's a whole nother episode. See, oh we gosh. we got different preferences here. I don't. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So who like T D Jakes? Does that work for you? Do you know who that is? That's my guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, anyway. It, <laughs> So we don't know all the details that have gone into T.D. Jakes and his wife, I don't know her name, or Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. We don't know all those details, and Mm -hmm. it's just important to remember that. People have created the marriages that have lasted a long time. They've worked through them. They've experienced certain things. They fought for their marriage, and that's why they are Mm -hmm. where they are now. Role models, but not something to Mm -hmm. try to replicate again. Put the work in. Yeah, I guess that's that's how you combat compare. Put the work in your own marriage and stay away from the fence looking over. I mean, we have retirees that live in our neighborhood and man, they keep their grass like pristine. And I come in, I'm like, man, how come I can't keep my grass like that? But they got time. They they put us to shame. (laughs) They they go to work. I mean, they they go to work in their yard. They They, fertilize it. it. They're out in the yard. And here I am pulling in at six o'clock. Ain't done nothing to the yard, and and I'm and I'm sitting here comparing. Yeah. Put the work in your own yard. 
Put the work in their own marriage. They have nice yards. Yeah, put you know, and it's it's hard. I mean, here we are, a young couple. They're retired. They're, they're empty nesters. They got time. Well, you, know? you can always drive through the neighborhood and tell where a younger family lives, and then we're like, <laughs> I mean, an try. older family lives because you're like, well, they got time to put the flowers in the flower beds, make sure everything. I, we try, but anyway, we this, all have hostas because <laughs> those yes. are hard to kill. <laughs> this isn't so. This isn't about grass, regular grass. Yeah, <laughs> oh right, right, right. It's about the grass of your marriage. Put the time and the work in. Yeah. Uh, connect to people who are mentors who you can look up to, and don't compare it. But say, I'm going to use the tools that they used to put those to work in my marriage. You know, yes. Look, look look, at our, you know, look at the mistakes we've made. Look at podcasts like these. We, we don't have it all together. <laughs> there's, so many, there's so many other podcasts you can use to, but use those as like the weed killer and the, the, the water, the, all these things you can use to water and, and, nutri- and bring nutrients to your marriage. So put the work in. Yep. Take some time. Yep. And on top of that, remember that your marriage, God has put you together for a reason. There is something that you guys are created for each other for whatever reason. And please remember right now we're talking about like spirit-led relationships. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about worldly things. Um, that's a different podcast you'll have to find. That's just kind of not what we experience mm-hmm. and what not what we're going to talk about. Um, but just remember that. God has brought you together with your person for a very specific reason. He has something for you to do. So people like to have things unique to them. You know what I mean? Like custom to them, like my custom <laughs> tailor too. Well, your marriage is custom for you. And mm-hmm. just remember, just remember that and try, I guess just maybe you just have to pray together a lot. I don't know, to get uh, back in sync or something, but <laughs> you better it's do special, it. it's unique. You have something to do. Mm-hmm. It's something only you can do, so use the time while you're here. And to end, we have just three quick things that you can do that I think anybody could do, whether you're spiritual or not. Um, I think the first thing is just display gratitude. Mm-hmm. Be thankful for the things you have. The Bible says if you're not grateful for the little things, I can't give you great things. I remember thinking that one before we got my, like my car we had now. I can't tell you how many cars they've wrecked or something. Anyway, go they've there. gotten better. Don't go there. <laughs> well, the car that Scott has blessed me with has gotten better oh, over wow. the years. But every time I'm like, you know what? I have to be grateful for this little raggedy mm-hmm. hoopty because that one day, hoopty? not this one, the one oh. before, the red one. Oh. Oh, anyway, yeah. because if I can't take care of the little things, I will not take care of the big things. And it's the same thing with your marriage. If you can't function and survive through the first couple years, you do not deserve the later years. Um, and so display gratitude just for little things. You know, I'm thankful that my husband works and pays the bills. I'm thankful that I'm able to have, that we are able to have three children. Some people can't have children. I'm thankful that we live in a neighborhood that is safe. Our, you know, I'm thankful. There's just a list of things you can be thankful. I'm thankful I have a husband. You know, there's women and men who are like just grieving for a spouse and they still haven't found that person yet. So mm-hmm. maybe you do a gratitude journal. Maybe you start your day off that way if it helps. I really don't care. But you need to figure out how to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Focus on each other. That's yes. another one that's so Date important. Date night. Yeah, fo- focus on your marriage. Focus on your wife. Focus on you know what God has given you. And I think you, you said so- something that's just so important is um, just that, that gratitude, mm-hmm. just, I'm so, cause it's so easy to say, man, I wish she had that, but man, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. 
instead of saying, man, I wish he could do this, man, I'm thankful that he does this. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the exercises we even take some of the, um, some of the, 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 the couples who are taking marriage counseling is what are you thankful for in your spouse? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you appreciate from your wife? There are things you appreciate, even in the times you're upset. Yeah. You know, what, what do you appreciate about your husband? What do you appreciate about your wife and, and what they bring to you? The Bible tells us do nothing from rivalry or conceit, Philippians 2, 3. Don't do anything out of rivalry or conceit. You know, this, we're not comparing it with somebody else. What am I so thankful for? So we're focusing on each other. Yep. And what's the last one? Last one. If you're struggling, pray about it. Like, I know it <laughs> yeah. sounds super basic and super no. like. Start there. I don't know. I know people mm-hmm. say that a lot. Well, pray about it. No, but for real, like pray about it. Like, if you're serious about the issues and having a healthier marriage, then seriously, pray about it. Pray Mm -hmm. by yourself. Pray with your spouse. Have others pray for you. Like, there's power in that. There's power and authority in corporate prayer of people over you on your own. Mm -hmm. Speak things into existence. It'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Do not compare. The grass will be greener where you put the work in. So put the work in, guys. We're here for you. You know, ask us questions. If you want to reach out to us, we love doing this. We love talking yeah. about our our stuff because we know, life. yeah, we know God has brought us through a lot, and we feel like we have some things we can share to you guys. So this is marriage refined. We'll yes. see you next week. All right, bye guys.